welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Monday, it's my top 10 day. Unless, of course, you've downloaded this on a Tuesday or a Thursday. This week, Roisin and Kiara. The duo, my first duo on the podcast, I was excited, I was scared. And by the end, I was absolutely romanced. They were fabulous interviewees. We had a, well, I had a lovely time. I hope they did too. Um, And because it's quite a chunky old chat, let's get straight into it. for the envelope and wished her happy Christmas. Right. Joining me this week is a fabulous duo, Kiara Goldsmith and Roisin O'Mahony, known together as Roisin and Kiara. We're here in Lara's Cafe uh, in Finsbury Park and there are a few planes going overhead so apologies for that but I think uh, the content is going to be more than worth it. Um, so Roisin and Kiara, um, let's start by summing up individually your life stories in three sentences so let's go alphabetically on first names Kiara okay no pressure um three sentences I was born in North London I grew up in northern Italy wow I came back to North London that's a three act that's that's a three act play there isn't it yeah yeah the play of my life Mm. yes Uh, for me Roisin yes um a Celtic child who was accidentally um, sort of deposited in London. Um, she grew up under the stern eye of the, the sort of Catholic um, convent. She exploded forth onto the world with wild abandon and um, a twinkle in her eye. Dot dot dot. Can you tell who studied literature at university and who didn't? Well, I think both of you. I, th- I think between you, you've got a lovely <laughs> synergy of the three-act structure and yeah. the flowery language. It's perfect. Kiara makes sense. I make no sense. I'm very inefficient as a human in general. And together, we are Roisin and Kiara. And while you're in a perfect symbiotic hive mind organism yes. frame of mind, yes. uh, could you give the listeners and I uh, three... Mash together career highlights, please. Absolutely. Um, recently we went to Kilkenny, we did the Cattle House Festival, and we just had the time of our lives. Absolutely splendiferous, that mm. one was. Yeah. Just uh, warmth <laughs> and <laughs> giggles yeah. and kindness and many, 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 many drinks. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Really good. Yeah. And two more. Um, career highlight. Oh, uh, well, doing Soho Theatre, our run at Soho Theatre, that was really, um, really nerve-wracking and, but exciting and lots of family and friends coming yeah. and uh, they're lovely there, very kind and it was, a, you know, it was something that we've always wanted to do so to, to get it was like... Deep, 
Joy. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't it sold out? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, you failed to mention oh, a section know. of the highlight there. They had too to modest, add an extra date. Oh, oh no! So embarrassing. Oh, so embarrassing. Oh dear. Not to cancel your holidays yeah. and stay on for the fans. What can we? What can we say? You know, anything for the fans. Anything for the fans. What's another one? Um, I feel like. Mm, sort of being like Henry Cellabar, like being in a really oh, yeah. sort of stinky dive bar in Edinburgh mm. near the beginning when we were still figuring out what we were doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The um, one where we had, when we'd been doing it there and then towards the end of the month there was a, a, a day, because mm. it was in the day time, uh, where there were, it was rammed mm. and there were like loads of sort of really handsome men in the back row and they were really drunk and then they sort of were like cheering Roisin and Kiara and it was just like uh, yeah. yeah I mean we felt quite quite cocky that day yeah. <laughs> I remember that and well, just briefly how how have you come together how have you ended up in this situation that you find yourselves in well Kiara was a friend of my older brother and I was constantly being told you gotta meet this girl you gotta love her you guys are so similar and I was like yeah 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 whatever mate and then I got back from uni and met Kiara and uh, the rumours were true. Yes, and vice versa. Uh, Roisin's brother kept saying to me, you should meet my sister, you're so similar. And I thought, well, we'll see about that. And then we met and then we uh, dumped him, respectively. And uh, we've been Best united friends. ever since. Yeah. Uh, it happened within about sort of five days, which yeah. sort of became... That wow. Was that was it. That's almost a rom-com in itself, isn't it? It, it, it is. It, it, no, actually it actually is, is a rom-com. It's it a meet-cute. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, meet-cute, yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah. Which is why we're obsessed with rom-coms, yeah. maybe. It's our own narrative. Mm. Which, of course, is the subject of this week's... So it's seamless, isn't it? It's mm. like we planned it. <laughs> How have you landed on the subject of rom-coms for this list? Hmm. Well, it's something we talk a lot about. Mm -hmm. It's very important to us. Yes. We want to write one, one yes. day, together. Yeah, that's the plan. I don't know how I'd, I'd sort of get through life without rom-coms. Yeah. Incredibly important. Very. Yeah, we share a love for rom-coms. Are they more important when you're single or when you're in a relationship? Mm, I, I mean, I had like this absolutely horrendous breakup about uh, a year and a half ago and I was just absolutely devastated. So Kiara uh, and my brother basically just kind of insulated me, made me into this sort of caterpillar sausage. Um, and I think we just like, we just watched rom-coms like religiously, relentlessly mm. for yeah. like basically a few weeks and it was magical. It helped. And it really helps. It helps. You need, it, needs, it helps you restore your faith in love. Yeah. They are dangerous. They are very dangerous. Um, I've mainly been single the majority of my time on this planet. Um, so um, they've definitely sort of shaped very kind of um, incoherent and uh, troubling desire and hope for my own future. But hey, uh, we'll see. We'll see if they can work. Do you mm. think they're dangerous in that they give an unnatural sense of romanticism that the world just never lives up to? Yes, <laughs> kind of. But also, it depends on which. It depends on which one. which one. Do you know what I mean? Because like some of them. They're a bit more realistic, a bit more yeah, gritty. You know what I mean? A bit more, a bit more, <laughs> a bit more gritty and a bit more realistic. I think, I think our top. I think, I don't know. It depends which ones. Yeah. And ha what sort of criteria have you given yourself for the, your selection? 
Mm. Right. So I think aesthetically, yeah, uh, they've got to be pleasing. Yeah. Good interiors. Yes, we've got a thing about um, like the um, is it art production? What's the mise en scène. Yes, it has to look. It has to look really snug and real. We really don't like. There's loads of like modern rom coms where the interiors are just disgusting and everyone's really rich. The big problem really in the noughties. Crappy. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very important. Yeah. Um, the well, the characters, the characters, yeah, and uh, just the ones. I think it's the ones we just love the most, and we we mm. yeah we it's we had differing yeah. ones, but we then agreed on. It's a bit like the way like children love to be like read stories over and over. I feel like there's something about these rom coms that I can watch them just yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, and like they never get old. No. Oh, you say that, but we'll we'll get to it later. I think my <laughs> taste has changed over the years. Okay. I've, I've watched through all of these. Uh, since since you gave me a list so that I don't actually know what I was talking about and some of them that I thought I liked I might not like anymore okay, okay. Um, so in, t- in terms of the, before we quickly before we get into the meat of this uh, in terms of choosing did you have many fights over what to include or did you just put them all in a hat or have you chosen five each it was actually like pretty we coincided with about seven out of ten yeah and then we and then we had a uh, we didn't have any fights but we had a little discussion about how some you know one of us would want one to be in and then we thought and then we discussed how you know um they just they couldn't be there given some of the other ones um no we kind of agreed quite quickly yeah we had a little adjudication process yeah we uh, stated our defense yeah came to a coherent decision yeah diplomatic and democratic so there are some uh, special shout outs mm. near misses could you yes. just yep. walk through those <laughs> right P.S. I love you I'm going to leave this one to Roisin wow 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 okay it's just there purely for the kind of sartorial bliss on offer <laughs> Gerard Butler okay he I thought he was absolutely disgusting and like butters when he I was is. a child no he is fit. now coming to him as like a, a in my 30s I'm like he's a sex god and just the fact that he's got these chokers oh. and these very big sort of um, leather sort of bracelets, quite sort of orc-esque. Um, it's just, it's just like really fun. I think it's quite fun to watch on a hangover with friends and just to like enjoy all of the choices um, mm-hmm. that the costume department have made there for Gerard. But I think also, I feel like he might have actually asked for those things yeah. or they might they have been his. Own. They were his. Yeah. And also you like the sort of the awful accent the awful Irish element yeah uh, fake Irish element yes I'm big into that yeah. this this was Roisin's one that, yeah. that we disagreed on I also but I do quite like the vision of New York I, I think I would mm. quite like to be a kind of a New York Irish third mm. generation person who like runs a pub and wears wife beaters that's also there yeah and so what was your main reason for discounting this one Chiara I uh, I just uh, I uh, you know having 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 lost a, a, a loved one I, I found that the grieving process and the the letter writing I, cu- I couldn't hack it I, I it was it, it, it hurt me too much um, sorry to be a bit of a downer but it um, I couldn't find light relief in it but I think if I saw it now I could I just I saw it at the wrong time yes basically yeah in my grieving process because I, I haven't watched it for about 10 years and I was surprised mm. yeah no I'd be surprisingly enjoyed on a hangover it. yeah definitely yeah and another near miss okay this is my near miss which we disagree. Mm. Well, we didn't disagree about yeah. The proposal, um, and I think my reason was the sheer um, chemistry between Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. 
uh, it's just excruciating. You can just tell that they fancy each other so much, and um, and it's 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 a bit too modern. Uh, I'm not really into the interiors. Um, <laughs> don't, yeah, it's a bit it's it's bleh. but they've got really good chemistry and I find Ryan Reynolds very funny even though he looks like a sort of muscly pig uh, I I think he's funny he's Canadian it's okay we can like him and she's Sandra Bullock what can I say yeah can't go wrong with Sandy no although I did try Ryan Reynolds gin and it wasn't that great but then he's I drank it on a plane yeah yeah he's he's like a, he's a businessman. Strange. But then so has Ian Beale. Ian Beale has a gin? Yeah. Well, that's something I could get behind. I'd rate it the same as the Ryan Reynolds one. Both three out of five. Hmm. I think I'm going to look that? like Ian Beale <laughs> quite soon. I think you look like him. No, you. I'm joking. That's just cruel. <laughs> so, we've got one more oh, yeah. uh, near miss, and I'd never heard of it. Ah. Uh, did you watch it? Ah, uh, it's because it's French. It's French is fantastic. Oh, Why, uh, it's got a different title in French. I can't remember what it's called. Look, uh, I can't remember. But basically, um, it's just about um, a, a lady in her, a woman in her thirties, I mm. think, and she just meets a, a, a younger man. He's like twenty or mm. something, twenty-one, and they meet on an aeroplane. And they go through some very severe turbulence together and they end up sort of holding hands. Mm. And then they meet again and she works at a fashion magazine and she sort of realises that um, she is considered a bit boring and dry, which is why she's not getting a promotion she wants. So she sort of fakes um, having an affair with a younger man in order to be considered cooler at work, but ends up falling for him. And it's so good. It's so good. And he uh, is played by this like award-winning French actor. I can't remember his name now. Uh, he's really young. Well, so good. He's in his 30s now. Kind of weird-looking guy, but really attractive. And he's like a, you know, really top theatre actor in France Comédie as well. Française. Yeah, he's of the Comédie Française. And it's just so good. It's really funny. And, and uh, that love story between, uh, yeah, like the age gap being about 15 years and mm. she's older. Mm. Really love it, yeah. and um, I guess we're not so familiar with that. But I found it yeah. so romantic. Oh, he's called Pierre Ninet. That's his name. Well remembered. Yes, yeah. So I might have missed out on being a real-life version of this film. I flew to Paris last week, and there was turbulence coming in, and the lady next to me was probably about 15 years older than me, and said, "Oh, I'm really scared of turbulence. I might need to grab you." What? And I felt like. I should have held her hand when I moved because she looked yeah. scared and I felt like that would be the nice thing to do. But because of me too and all this sort of like oh, didn't stuff, work. I was too, I was too zipped up. Is that, is that a real But you phrase? were the pianine, the hot young stuff that she could I have... I don't know about young, well hot. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So I might have missed a meet cute there. <gasps> I can't believe it. That's, that's really devastating. You need to watch that film. Yeah, watch it. It's You so can stream good. it, you can find it. So now I know it's French, I think I'll have more of a chance to watch it and I'm looking forward to watching it to see how my life could have panned out. <laughs> what could have been? Hi there, Nathan from the future here. I've since been able to find and watch Van en Descartes. Um, and the reason it's so difficult to find in this country is because it only seems to exist in French with French hard of hearing subtitles. So... Uh, I watched it and it seemed to be a very similar situation to me 
Although I don't know why I said when we recorded that the lady was about 15 years older than me. She was about five years older. What a complete fabrication. Um, But the story in the film was exactly the same as the story in real life, except I didn't hold her hand and we parted ways and never saw each other again. Back to the present. So let's move into the top ten proper. Oh, this is very exciting. Oh, it's so exciting. So we start at number ten? Yes. Right. All right. Four weddings and a funeral. So whose selection was this, mainly? Or was it a joint? We both had this on our list. we both had it on the list. And we agreed... It wasn't necessarily an easy one. No. Because this is... I don't know how you felt re-watching it, but we feel like it's quite dated now. It's aged badly. Yeah. But I think it still has a charm. Exactly. That's it. And there's something about it. It's really important. It's a seminal Mm. rom-com. Seminal, seminal, seminal. We think it belongs on the list for that reason. Yeah. Especially since they're not all with us in real life anymore. I think that's... Yes. Yeah. That's also true. And it just... It created, I think, that it's got that sense of like, yeah, London in the 90s mm. and it, it's warm and the characters are eccentric and mm. like you, you, you want to love everybody. Unfortunately, you do not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we both have obviously, you know, yeah. Andy who, do you not, who do you not love? Andy McDowell. Minnie Driver. Andy McDowell. No, so it's Minnie. Minnie Driver. Her name is Andy McDowell. Nah. It's not Minnie Driver. Whatever. <clears throat> she is American. She's American. She's a bit cold. She's a bit not very good at acting. But she's also not got much to work with. No, no that's true. She's a straight man, isn't yes, she? Yes, yeah, she's a straight she man. And yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. that she can't play a straight man because she's a woman. Um, I was about to call him Ian Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Richard Curtis. Yes. <laughs> Slightly different um, sort of creative outfit. Um, <laughs> But um, I think that, okay, yeah, so if we do at some point talk about uh, that monstrosity that is about time, time. it's kind of like this weird thing of like the American, the female American characters that he has some kind of obsession with. Fetish. Yeah, weird fetish. They're so boring. Yeah. And it's not the actress's fault, Mm. basically. Yeah. He just can't write women. He can't can't write write women. women. And I was listening to the commentary of one of the film, one of the films on here that we'll come to. I've seen lots of times, um, so know the story. So I was listening to the audio commentary as I was watching it through this time, and he was, uh, or he came across as quite misogynistic, along with the other actors that he was talking. It's like, oh, look at her, four, a four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than commenting on performance, or it just seemed a bit visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found that disappointing. Yeah. You can sense that, I think, really. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But then but then what's weird is that the some of the um, female characters like the uh, the, the duck face. The, exactly. Yeah. Like duck face and um, what was called fuck face originally. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh, there we go. So we've got Anna Chancellor. Yeah, and, and of course um, in um, Notting Hill, his sis- uh, Hugh Grant's sister in Notting Hill. All those characters like yeah. they're really fun, but it's probably because the actresses took it away slightly yeah. and improvised or whatever, mm. but it's funny that yeah, you can have he seems to there are these like side characters who are really interesting and then the main love interest is just this sort of bland piece of flesh that's sort of just rolling around <laughs> mute it's very odd 
don't know what's wrong with him. So I think we've given it a bit of a kicking. What were the <laughs> last points? What? I mean, the, the Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is he's just he's he's brilliant. Yeah, he's so lovable. Uh, and let's not forget our Scottish friend, <laughs> the one and only Gid Withford. Yes, uh, recently did adverts for the cooperative. What's his name? Oh. I always thought that was the guy with the long hair that did like the travel programmes. Oh no 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 no! no, 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 no. <laughs> wait wait wait! Uh, I can't wait, remember wait. his name. Now. Wait a minute. Uh, he's the one in sliding doors. Yeah yeah. Um, oh. I want to say John or Gordon. John Hannah. John Hannah. John Hannah. John Hannah. So he he's lovely in it, isn't he? Oh, I just love John Hannah. And come on, that scene's very moving yes. when he does. Yes. Yes. North and south. Yes. I'm um, sorry. My, I feel like my brain is very. I didn't sleep the night before last. I'm finding it quite hard to kind of mm-hmm. grasp words. Who's the poet that he quotes in that? Auden. Auden. Yeah, I like oh, all the, uh, Is it all the, all the clocks? Stop, in? stop. Stop the clock. Yeah, Let's put the alarm on yes. for snooze button. Snooze it. defy anyone to watch that. Mm. I'm not well up a little yeah. bit. Come on, it's sad. Yeah. It's bloody sad. Um, yeah, it's got it's got great mise en scène. It's got great cast, costumes, yes. interiors. Just uh, poor Andy. <laughs> and even the cars look dated now. Yes, yes. I know, isn't that? But crazy? I'm pleased about that because yeah. I only like old cars of that era specifically. Nineties. Yeah, I really like nineties mm. cars. <laughs> what would be a dream nineties car? Fiat Panda four x four. No question. I'm going to buy one. A yellow Volkswagen Golf convertible. Disgusting. That's so mean. I'm joking. In your act, uh, Moshin, you often wear a veil and what happens? I emerge um, as a bride and I've chosen my victim, my groom, and I, um, I mount him and I proceed to kiss him until uh, Kiara sort of wakes me from my uh, dream and I come back to the stage and apologise profusely. And have you ever uh, had actual proposals from the person who you have? Yes. Do they, yeah. think, do they think that's tantamount to well, real marriage? Well, yes. No, it has. That has happened, actually. I think a few... Yes. Um, my cousin uh, brought somebody to the Soho Theatre because he thought that he might set me up with him and I, just by pure coincidence I did actually mount him and it seems as if this whole thing like I'd been told but I hadn't but it, it didn't it ha- so far hasn't uh, resulted in um, sort of marital bliss there was a lovely uh, older gentleman in uh, Dorset mm-hmm. oh yeah who um, Bridport specifically who um, was extremely pleased with uh, the sequence of events and yeah. later <coughs> after the show proceeded to sort of pursue mm. conversation uh, but I think he knew that being 40 to 50 years older than Roisin maybe it wasn't going to work out and was that pleased in an adult way <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounded quite ambiguous I apologise for that I don't know if that's was physically what was going on we or not we don't <laughs> need to go let's not but we might yeah it's like that bit might not be in the show anymore but I think I just really enjoy doing it and I sort of really like sort of mounting strangers slutty I'm quite slutty a little bit in a lovely uh, way. and it's nice to just if I catch the eye of someone in the audience it just gives me an opportunity to get to know them a little bit better yes and do you 
Uh, so are you grooming them in, a, in advance yes, of that bit? You're yes. grooming your groom. Oh yes, I'm scanning the audience, and uh, yeah, got my eye on somebody. And, uh, Usually, always the youngest and most attractive man that's in the yes. room. Funnily enough, I did. Um, I, I sort of did it in Edinburgh, and then uh, sort of mid-mount, I sort of realised that this was actually definitely a teenager, sort of <laughs> fifteen years old, and I was really sort of, yeah, questioning whether that was okay or not. I, I'm still not sure. No. Um, I think there's a documentary there, finding that person and seeing how their <laughs> life has progressed. <laughs> <laughs> finding out if it was okay in retrospect. Pictures of Roisin all over the wall. Crikey. Oi, <laughs> <laughs> oi. So finally on Four Weddings, which character do you think you would most identify with? Duckface. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know, just that feeling of like you want to be the romantic protagonist. But then maybe uh, just the fear of being seen slightly differently. Also, just looking like a big sort of sweaty piece of ham in a wedding dress. Yeah. Um, his. I feel like I'm getting confused. You now. are. No, no. He has his flatmate, the little one. Scarlet. The one who um, ends up getting with the weird American, oh. the big chunky American <laughs> dude, uh, and yeah, gets really drunk at the wedding and um, is a bit of a. Yeah, I like. I like her. She's I great. Like her. I like Kristen Scott Thomas's unrequited. Oh, just oh, heartbreak. we didn't even mention her. Yeah. yeah, she's brilliant in it. Yeah, so mm. unrequited. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, number nine. Love, Love actually. actually. Marvelous. Uh, I don't think you can have lists of rom-coms and not have Love Actually on it. Yes. I know it's got its detractors, but. Like the first time I saw it, Wood Green Cinema, 2003, I was about 15, and I was so disappointed. I was like, this is crap. Like, I, I just, I didn't think it was good. But somehow, as the years go by, it just takes a sort of place in our, I don't know, in popular culture, it's nostalgic, and I don't know. Exactly the same. First time I saw it was at the cinema with my friend Clara, and it, it, yeah, I'd, so it came out in, what, 2003? So, I don't know how old I was. You were about 42. I was 42. about 42. <laughs> Went to the cinema. It was... I, I, I genuinely... I was, I, I was repulsed. Mm. I thought it was the worst thing I'd ever seen. Um, and then now, mm. I can watch it with this sense of nostalgia. And I can still see, structurally, it's an absolutely crap film. It's just awful. But there are so many little cheesy vignettes... It, 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 it just with a sense of irony you can't it's so enjoyable it's the gift that keeps on giving yeah. actually yeah and it is Christmassy yes yeah. and also I mean Bill Nye yeah I absolutely fancy the pants off Bill Nye can't get enough of him and it's drip fed to us every year on ITV2 at least three times <laughs> yeah. in the run up to Christmas <laughs> and you just catch a little bit of it don't you uh, on one of the runs and end up just sitting there and seeing the whole thing yes mm -hmm. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Cause, can we talk about all the plots? Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, so Kira Knightley was really, really young at the time, so I think we so should all be a bit more compassionate towards her. Yeah. Watching it now, I think she did a really good job. Yep. Fantastic outfits. Uh, love the Again. big boy hat. Yep. Um, Which was because she had a big spot. She had a spot. So sweet. Um, what's that guy from Teachers? The one who Andrew fancies Lincoln. her? Yeah, he does some really good things. He's um, got some horrible clothes. Awful. Um, especially, he's got this kind of funnel neck zippy. Yeah. Um, and some horrible... Ribbed. Sort of 
ribbed Disgusting. and then his jeans are sort of very sort of flaccid Ugh. and boot cut. Ugh. And he does this thing which we refer to as the squat jump. Oh yeah. Which is one of my favourite moments in the film. When he jumps off. He goes for a walk and Dido starts playing and uh, he does a squat jump out of embarrassment where he kind of squats, jumps, swivels and continues to walk on. <laughs> and I just, I don't know, it's great sort of physical theatre. Really. Mm, mm, yeah. Then we have um, Liam Neeson. Um, I mean, it's extremely, yeah. it's extremely sad. Mm. You know, he, we all know he, he's yeah. actually been through it. So to see it playing out and his son... Um, Beautiful. Yeah, I have I have an issue with uh, the performance at the end that the little girl gives singing. Uh, uh, she sings beautifully, but it, it's so cheesy. Um, I, I still can't quite enjoy it. This is the thing when you get American characters coming yeah. in. I feel like they just, just ruin it a bit. Get out of my pub! Get out of my pub! <laughs> but they're too cheesy. Yeah, too much. They don't belong. No, they don't belong. Apparently, they rubbished her singing up a bit because it was yeah. too good. They had to add breaths mm. to make it sound so just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Very talented young lady. And then um, Emma Thompson. Oof. Okay. Whoa, whoa, Bloody whoa. Bloody hell. So when she gets a Joni Mitchell CD, is that it? Or no? Yes. Yeah. Um, she should have got an Oscar for that. That scene where she's suppressing tears in Oof. the bedroom, I think it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so moving. She's the best of the best. Mm. It's uh, even more crazy when you think they fat-suited her. What? They fat-suited her because they said she was too slim. What? I didn't know I that. I didn't know that. Because so she does look, she just looks very much like, yeah, a nice, n- normal, cuddly mum. Normal, yeah. <gasps> wow, interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. But yes, um, we do enjoy it. Uh, Liam Neeson, not Liam Neeson, Alan Rickman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love his glasses in that film. And again, jumpers. Great Act jumpers. Him with his clothes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 Does he have his sleeves sort of that come down <laughs> over his yes. his yes. hands? And yes. he's always like, oh, it's horrid. Yeah. I think that's a really good little detail. Ooh, that he put yeah. In there. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. good. And that um, little pervert who works in his office. <laughs> <laughs> she's a right perv. That little slut bag. Yeah. 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 She's can't good. believe. Can't Great believe job. that. Yeah. She does really. She's. she's you just hate her. Yeah. She's brilliant. Um, but what would she see? What, like, what would she have seen in him? Alan Rickman. Like, as the character that he is, not Alan Rickman. <laughs> she as would have seen Alan Rickman. In but he's schlubby and wears his sleeves. And prestige. Hands. But this is so. This is all part mm. of like Richard Curtis's delusion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's it. He is, is. He's the Richard Curtis in it. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think you've hit it. Yeah. He thinks that. Yeah. Like sort of power. Middle-aged men are always inevitably going to be an object of desire. Yeah, for young women, fit young twenty-two-year-old babes. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) mistake. I must confess, I've never seen any of the scenarios play out in real life that I've seen, which is why rom-coms are dangerous. Yes. 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 Oh, what about Laura Linney and the fitting? Oh, oh God, that's heartbreaking. I I think she said something like that. That was one of the uh, roles she enjoyed. Like the most, or something I saw. Yeah, like just she really. I don't know. She's so she's good. so cool. And he's so. He's extremely. Uh, Vacuous. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Good oh, looking. <laughs> I mean, if he can't, he can't. Very bad actor. Can't 
can't see. Terrible. Really But bad. maybe that's good because we've got like just a sort of, yeah, yeah. a male vacuous cheese bomb in there yeah. as well. Just mixing it up a bit. Actually, Richard Curtis is yeah pushing his own boundaries quite a lot there. <laughs> so are there any bits that you deeply disagree mm. with? The little girl singing at the end. <laughs> um, just trying to go through all the characters. Oh, you know, apparently Richard Curtis wanted Keira Knightley to wear a belly top in the wedding scene, and the uh, costume people had to be like, and she's just a sort of teenage actress, and I think maybe, or just the idea that it's her wedding, so maybe we shouldn't have her just like in a boob yeah. tube, and they had to petition to sort of cover her up a little bit more. <laughs> but she was only five years old. She was only five. The, the young five. lad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not good. No. Um, <laughs> So which character would you most like to inhabit? Chiwetel? <laughs> Chiwetel Ejiofor? Um, Give him a quid and tell him to bugger off. <laughs> um, I'd say Alan Rickman. <laughs> yeah. Most like, I might phrase that wrongly. Which character would you most like to inhabit the skin of? The skin of? No, okay, I take that back. Uh, which character? Laura Linney. <coughs> Laura Linney, I think that's like the best part. Yeah, um, and you get to. What about Hugh Grant? Bonk the fitty. Oh, oh, oh! Oh, yeah, Marty McCutcheon. Marty McCutcheon. She's so sweet. Isn't it? Oh, I love her. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hugh Grant doing the doing the jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, Bill Nye. No, Bill Nye's um, uh, friend. Manager. Uh, manager, yeah, his yeah. manager. Okay, that's yeah, yeah, a good yeah. one. I identify with him quite a lot. Oh, that's very good. Is that anything to do with your uh, partner in showbiz? I'm a lot like Bill Nye. Yeah, actually. very sort of uncompromising, demanding. Yeah. yeah. Sexy. And condescends to spend her time with you every now and then. Yeah. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, in terms of so Comparing and contrasting, perhaps. Because can I ask? Sorry, you know this story. Uh, the, is it with Chris Marshall in Love Actually yes. when he goes and he gets the American so babes? We've forgotten about. Yeah. Because yeah. what oh, do you think yes. of that? Do you think that's? Because I know it's all very like tongue in cheek. It's just not funny. It's not that funny. Is it's it? just not funny. It's not funny. It's nude. It's a shame because he's funny. He's great. Um, yeah, it's just very misogynistic and sort of. And it's rude to our American cousins, yes, who don't fare well in the films anyway. Yeah, let alone being like when that little subplot Oof. comes, I, I I feel like I get quite bored and I want it to be over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder if this is something to do with we said this strange fetish that Richard Curtis has. Yeah, with American women, because segue to about time. Uh, ah, poor, about time. I mean, okay, she's one of the best actresses that I we have. Love Rachel McAdams. She's she, absolutely brilliant. Phenomenal. She's so so brilliant. And in that, I despise her. Disgusting. She's foul. She's just, just it's like horrid. So weird. What do you dislike so much? What a oh. repugnant character. Just like she's so pathetic. Snivelling. And what this thing that she loves Kate Moss. Yeah, what? And then that she's all sort of self-conscious and like, oh my god, my friend, I don't really, I look cute, and oh my god, and just running around in her knickers. It's just, 
Oh, yeah, I think painful. that is actually one of the most kind of deeply misogynistic films. Yeah, of all time, and like in, in a way that because it's sort of time. veiled in this like cutesy wootsiness, and it's really actually quite depraved. It really is, and also like Donald Gleeson, I have a massive crush on. I think he's delightful, and I can't get behind it. Yeah. I can't get behind him in this. I just, I, I don't like him. I think yeah. he's creepy. Mm. Uh, the character is creepy. The character, also this whole like the whole conceit, immature. He's just projected her personality onto her. He has no idea who she is. The way he falls for her, the thing about them being in the dark in the restaurant, it's just, it, I just, it's no. terribly contrived. And the whole conceit, the way that he goes back and he's able to kind of manipulate the situation, that ends up being. I don't know, there's something quite actually uncomfortable about mm. it. The thing that you're finding uncomfortable about it, I think, is that the science is absolutely fucking flawed. Yes. <laughs> Just, sometimes they go back and they're in the wardrobe and they didn't start in the wardrobe. Other times he's in a different part of the house. Yep. He never bumps into himself. Uh, the yep. most infuriating thing is that he goes back beyond the birth of his child and loses that child because fate has turned out differently in a different little spoon we would into the but then later on the same child is back yes. so has he gone through millions of these things just to get the same child back it's just ridiculous it's, rid- it's as if Richard Curtis didn't bother to read Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban Okay, where they do a lot of tri- time travel mm-hmm. and it's considered very carefully yes let's okay? get the basics down mm. before we start perverting <laughs> the system Richard you idiot. Once you've set your own <laughs> rules within a story, yeah. I'm quite happy to go along with them until you break them. Yes. I think he just runs rough. Uh, the misogynistic elements just washed over me because I was sat there infuriated with the ridiculous You're breakdown right. of his own internal rules. You're mm. absolutely right. Absolutely right. And it is one of those ones where you, you think because of all of the actors and everything that it should be brilliant. Mm. Yes. And it's just such a disappointment. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think the th- my friend who disliked Love Actually uh, said that um, she could almost feel her heartstrings being tugged and she could almost see the manipulation and I don't know whether that planted a seed in my brain that when I saw About Time the manipulation seemed really ham-fisted and it it seemed very forced yes yeah 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 yeah. it's as if he's using all of his (coughs) I don't know like a yeah he's got his arsenal is that I'm going to use all of the really obvious tools so mm. therefore it must work and yeah. it just doesn't doesn't, doesn't. the only th- I, I would say one on honourable mention to uh, the act well apart from uh, the actress who plays the mother she's Isabel always Duncan yeah she's amazing is always. that her name is that her? Um, but also actually his sister his younger sister the first time I saw it I thought she was a really sort of just yeah didn't think it was because she's good meant choice. to be like a reiteration of that brilliant uh, petite the Ginger actress in, in in Notting Hill yeah, yeah. but uh, so she seemed a bit meh but then when I saw it again I actually thought she was very good and she is a different sadder character mm. she's let she isn't meant to be the comical mm. um, uh, what's that word I'm looking for um, the light relief. relief. Light relief. Thank you. Um, yeah. So a little, a little, a little tiny little Baker Boy cap salute to her, but just a little, a little one. So that definitely isn't on your list. No. No. Um, what, what would we find were we to look at the next number eight? Uh, thank God for this film. Love this film. Leap, Leap year. year. 
It is awful. <laughs> it is terrible. It is extremely bad. Um, so wait, had you seen it before? No, because I dismissed it out of hand as being um, like New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day and all the other films that wanted to be Love Actually. Mm. Uh, I thought it was just another one of those. Yeah, it's worse. It's a lot so worse. What, did you, what was your experience of it? I don't think it was that bad. Oh, OK. okay. Good. Well, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's number eight. I would like Roisin to segue with her quote that uh, she gave me uh, recent... Well, this year. Um, oh, sorry. Just one sec. <laughs> My, uh, that's my breakfast. Smells amazing. Grazie. Grazie. Um, so say like. I'm fine, thank you very much. Like why rom-coms are really important to us. So for example, me and Chiara were working in Spain doing a play in the autumn for about three months, and sometimes we get a bit homesick. And I think this is where like rom-coms are really helpful. And there was one point that I was actually yeah, sort of finding life quite hard, was feeling quite sad, um, and we did. I really wanted to watch Leap Year and I just said in earnestness I was like I'm hanging on to reality by a thread and that thread be it Matthew Goods um, I, I meant it I was like yeah. this is the only thing that's going to make me feel okay he sedative. is so attractive in Leap Year yeah. I have to say and we have done some research <laughs> to find out whether he is attractive yes elsewhere and the answer is no. Oh, really? He's extremely odd. <laughs> and uh, we watched him in a in a thing about vampires recently. And Discovery he images. genuinely doesn't look well. Nah, he really looks like he's dying. Because they put all this sort of like vampire makeup on him, but he's a bit too old. He's too old. He's that. too he just thin. Looks, he just looks quite ill. He really looks ill. Like terminally ill. It's not funny. Uh, and also just in general, apparently he's done like a documentary with them. Um, the other Matthew, um, Welsh, well, Matthew Reese, where they go around tasting wine in vineyards in America, and it's excruciatingly embarrassing. He's not funny. Uh, he's got the charm of a kind of. I still love him. I still love him, but <laughs> Leap Year is where he stands out oh. in all his beauty. To me, I think that's my that's my kind of ideal man. That's the sort of image that will haunt me for eternity. And is it the beard or the accent or Oof. the height okay. or? The so the accent. Roof? is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. How accurate is it to it's, your Irish ear? It's absolutely bonkers. And I don't know, I don't even know, like, is he trying to do a Kerry accent? Or like, what is that? I want to know who the um, the coach was on that film, because it's absolutely, it's like really bizarre. It's just so stupid. But when you just get on board with it, just like a fit Irish man with a beard from the west of Ireland. Gruff. Yeah, gruff. Nice car. Yeah. Sorted. That's can all. cook really well. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. So, would you for him? Uh, how much would you? I think you've established that you would. How much uh, in percentage terms would you prefer him over Adam Scott, the other lead? Oh, <laughs> he's so so good. Wait a minute. Um. So, what you mean as in her her hus- her husband to be? Yes. Yes. Who is? Oh, he's so brilliant. I can't remember what he looks um, like. Uh, very sort of he's uh, small and clean he has dark hair he's got he's in the American office his eyes are uh, quite close together Mm. Uh, you you know the bit where he comes and he proposes to her in the lobby of the hotel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just don't remember what he looks like that actor is brilliant he really revels in can I look him up yeah what's his name again Um, so I think Adam Scott Adam Scott um, 2.1% at least he's got money um, and oh, then, oh, I love him. <laughs> he's hilarious. 
Um, and I'd say Matthew Good. I'd yeah. say in real life, ninety-four percent. I mean, looks wise, yeah, Matthew Good. Everything, the whole package. Every, every, everything, the whole package. But then, probably in real life, he's really, really charming. Adam Scott, I can imagine. He's very funny. He's really good in big, in big little lies, isn't he? So I am aware of like not wanting to like objectify these yeah. male comedy. Do you think we're being a bit? We're being a bit. Sort of like really the way we're. Richard Curtis. I think we are being a bit. Um, yeah, it's about, Curtis. Well, it's about, about it. bloody time. <laughs> what do you know what I mean? No, I'm joking. I actually don't think that's right. I think we're just talking like normal people. Right, aren't we? <laughs> so um, I just fancy him so much. They're both born on the same day. No. April the third. April the third. No. But we are both Gemini. Are you? Do you know? So did did Amy Adams and um, uh, Matthew Good did they get on? Did you find that out? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I I love her as well. Do you think they did, or do you think they I didn't? Think, I think they I think they should have. I think they were probably really professional uh, about it, and they had like minimal banter, but liked each other. Something yeah, like that. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't think they there was a lot of banter going on. About, yeah. 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 So they've got because I feel like it's interesting in terms of. Uh, P.S. I Love You has similar things where I feel like there's a certain part of American culture where they really like fetishize Ireland mm. and it's all very like sentimental. But I suppose as a second generation uh, second generation Irish person, I understand where they're coming from. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I guess the way they depict Ireland, it's like hyper romanticized and yeah. geographically and sort of uh, incorrect. Yeah, leap year for me. I I mean. That was more my. It was more Roisin's my choice. Caprice. However, uh, we did watch it recently together and thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I have seen it probably eight times on my own. So Gosh. there must be something I like. You must know it off by heart. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So did you? Did you? You? You, you felt moved? You didn't by mind it. it. I wouldn't say I felt moved by it. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. You cried. Hate it. Um, I, I like their journey, the physical journey, and also the emotional journey. Um, I liked how it ended, um, but again, it sort of fell down slightly on the science thing. Yeah. In the, uh, you said geographically it was a bit of a nightmare, mm. but also uh, she says she needs to be in Dublin the next day, which is the 29th of February. So the uh, 29th of February being a leap year uh, only falls on a Monday every now and then so the year the film was set in must have been either 1960 1988 or 2016 and it was made in 2010 oh dear wow that's clever oh dear crikey right but only realised that after the event otherwise it would have frustrated me during the film okay maybe they made it maybe it was meant to be 2016 no that yeah it was a it was a no. sci it was a sci-fi film. It's yeah. actually about the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was about time, was it? That wasn't a deal breaker. Shall we move on to number seven? Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Oh, this one's very important to us both. Very important. Never, Never being kissed. kissed. Very important. Very very, very important. important. Um, so came out in 1999. Okay. So I was 13. I was 11. And um, I saw it on VHS. Uh, I rented it from Blockbuster. I lived in Italy at this point, and uh, yeah, uh, we'd rent films and obviously watch things loads in English. Uh, and I just watched. I was obsessed with it, and I bought it on VHS, and I watched it. I think every day for a period wow. of time. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't want to jump the gun. I'm not going to jump the gun. We'll get to MV. We'll get, MV. We'll get there. I, I pass it on to my to my esteemed colleague. So never been kissed. This is kind of interesting because I absolutely loved it, but I actually haven't seen it since I was a teenager. Mm. And I, I I do want to watch it again, but I'm almost scared because mm. I'm worried that it won't um, no. be as wonderful as I remember. Mm-hmm. Had you seen it? I can't remember if I saw it at the time, but when I watched it this time, I saw I didn't like it. Mm. Oh dear, mm. I'm really nervous. Mm. We're no longer friends. Mm. Right. No. I mean, it's possible because I haven't seen it for years. I can totally imagine that it hasn't um, aged well. Okay. Because the characters were quite weird at the time. The acting choices were very strange. I remember thinking that then. So. I saw it with a friend who did enjoy it when she was younger. Yeah. And I think she still enjoyed it when she watched it okay. through okay. this time. So there's hope. Um, how was Drew Barrymore? Uh, the other person that watched it with us, he said... Why have we just watched a film where Drew Barrymore is made to look ugly for its entirety? <laughs> I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. Well, I see when you say that, I think, oh, I like that. Mm. Maybe, I, maybe I didn't hate it as much as I thought. She does look really weird in it. Like, mm. almost like she doesn't... It's almost like she doesn't have any eyebrows or something, really, but she looks a bit sort of balding somehow on her face. There's something really weird going on. And she's incredible looking. Mm. In, you know, yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. such an amazing face. Um, but let's, let's so wait. Get what to actually goes on? Is he her teacher? Yeah. So she she's a journalist, and she goes back yeah, yeah, into yeah. back into school to 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 write to try and get uh, dirt on like things that are going on at school, like kids selling drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, but she had a terrible time when she was at school. So then, uh, eventually, her brother enlists himself to try and help her look cool because he was cool at school and it all gets very complicated and then yeah she falls for her teacher uh, and I mean <laughs> he falls for her is so that, that okay but I think in a way is that part of the reason why it has this kind of like um, intense like erotic charm to teenagers mm-hmm. because there's something about mm. that relationship mm. with the teacher which is mm. forbidden mm. and therefore quite compelling not that I had any teachers who looked like Michael Martin. Correct. What a handsome fellow. Oh, my God. We, we, yeah. Uh, so I had a lot of pictures of him yeah. uh, printed out from the school computers mm-hmm. and stuck to the underside of my desk, inside my desk. I was obsessed. I had a folder, uh, an A4, uh, you know, the one with the... Uh, the, uh, ring, ring binder. binder. A ring binder, thank you. And um, I had plastic sleeves with uh, a collection of. Um, uh, <laughs> That's all. <awful>. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, with a collection of uh, actors. Uh, each plastic sleeve contained a different actor, and one of them was Michael Barton. So I would buy. Um, yeah, magazines, cut out all the pictures, print things, and he was just. Yeah, he was an erotic dream. Absolutely good. The kiss. The kiss. The Beach Boys. Oh. It, uh, <laughs> when he runs down. Uh, <laughs> well, it's been building up inside of me for. It's too much. Oh my god! It's it. I can't. That actually, it still gets me. Going. Yeah, yeah. It revs. It revs. I, I, I was. Um, <laughs> my cousins used to tease me a lot for my obsession with Michael Vartan, and they said that when he runs down in that scene that he's got fish hands mm. and that his hands are very floppy. Mm-hmm, Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's also half French. Right. Yeah. 
Does that lead to floppy running hands? Floppy running hands when you're half French, absolutely. Yeah. Um, he does do that. Did you find him attractive in the film? Uh, I found him a bit of a pedo. <laughs> if he's, if he's like, trying to get a relationship with his student, that's... It's not on, is it? No. <laughs> like, for example, is it okay in Bend It Like Beckham? Jonathan Reese mouse I can't remember. Right. I suppose it's but just... probably not. Yeah. It's just not okay, no matter how good looking you are. Mm. However, <laughs> it is what it is. It's there, it's number seven. And is that due to your emotional attachment to it at the time, yeah. rather yes. than it being the best story in the world? Yeah, yeah, I think it being something that, like, really remembering what an impact it had mm-hmm. and how much it sort of entered the imagination. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything. Everything about it. Yeah. I just found it like really romantic. Yeah, yeah. And I like, I do like the idea, as we all do, of having the opportunity to go back and have another try at something. Yes. So yeah. Are there any sort of instance where you're like, oh, I wish I could go back and have another crack at that hmm. within your own lives? Oh, interesting. But may- maybe even yeah, that thing of like going back to school and being able to sort of like have revenge on the bullies. Maybe like having watched it whilst being at school and feeling oppressed mm. by the kind of like basic bitches who the were like ruling the roost. Yeah, it's almost like maybe yeah, it was quite exciting already. It spoke to our to our sort of uh, bullied, yeah. nerdy, oppressed selves. nerds. Yeah, it would be. I've never, I've never really felt like I've ever wanted to go back and revisit a period of time in the past. I'd, I'd like to go I'm, to Tudor times. Yeah, I'd go way back, but I wouldn't go back to somewhere in my own life. But I'd go to like, you, well, yeah. Do you not think you've got a slide indoors moment in there somewhere where you think, oh, if only I'd taken the left path instead of the right one? Slide indoors. I don't like that film. Oh. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> in a rift. <laughs> Shut down by by the boss. <laughs> Just because I was here earlier, definitely doesn't mean. Bill Nye has. Has spoken <laughs> Number six on the list. Oh. By the way, this is so fun. Oh, okay. do this! I could do this all day. You've, You've got, got mail. mail. Excellent return for that coupling. Um, just lovely idea of the little bookshop and the big bookshop. Brilliant use of technology. Brilliant use of technology. Uh, oh, just all the characters are so Fantastic nice. characters. All the characters are so good. All of them. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, what, what, have you seen this film before? Yes. Uh, and I always thought it was called You've Got Email because I'm <laughs> thick. Or I, I thought that yeah. there was a sequel maybe called that. I don't know. I You've got, got email. I can't tell you how much happier I would be if where technology got to by You've Got Mail, if it just stayed Stopped. there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. that's how we still lived. I could yeah. handle that amount yeah. of digital communication yes yeah but where we've gone since well I completely agree if it happened now uh, both bookshops would be shut due to online like putting them out of business yeah Yeah. the main protagonist would have met on tinder shown each other pictures of their genitals and within minutes they'd have gone their separate ways oh god it's so true it's really true so I think you're right I think there's a lot to be said for yeah. the technology of 1998 where yeah. we were. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we should celebrate and I think we should really stop and try and learn something from that film about also expectation, you know, um, psychologically how, how ruined we've become by 
you know, the blue tick, the grey tick, last seen online, all yeah. of that business. It's just not, it's not right for the, for, the, for the development of a brain. You get so anxious. Yeah. There's no romance left. If you don't hear from someone within 10 seconds, they've let you down. Yeah. How can anyone ever live up to anything? Mm. Yeah. 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 I hope they sink all the servers. So how did Said you Bill feel Knight. about the leave cute between Greg Kinnear and Meg Ryan, where they're both like, oh, I don't really want to be with you. No, well, no. I have something to Is say. Is that in the restaurant? Yes. No. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. funnily enough, it's a bit of a repetition of another film, which I'm not going to bring up because mm. it's going to come up later on. Um, so I think it was a salute to that, actually. I reckon it was a bit of a wink. It seems as though, yeah, it's something, it's a, it's a repetition. I like it. So, um, is it, it's Nora Ephron? Mm. Yes. So I think that is really interesting, the Leave Cute, because what, what rom-coms do, there's like all of those secret desires that we harbour it like lets them like come to fruition it's like yes that's what I should have done I should have followed my heart followed my gut and I think it's that idea that maybe lots of people might be in a relationship where you're like something just doesn't quite feel right and then but this is what's really dangerous because in the film they make it seem so simple it's like oh you'll just say yeah I'm not really feeling it and the other person will be like oh yeah me too and then everything's fine which mm. obviously it um, doesn't it's not it's not life isn't really like that no. do you feel feel in real life if that situation were to occur one of them would fly off the handle just because they didn't suggest it first exactly yeah yeah, yeah. and also it's it, it's made it's made a bit too easy because he flirts with doesn't he get together with them um, yes uh, Tom Hanks's flirt oh Tom Hanks's girlfriend and Meg Ryan's boyfriend connect mm. and it's a bit too convenient. kind of yeah a bit too convenient yeah yeah but I suppose yeah so that's the thing of like is that the secret fantasy that that dissatisfying relationship will just be discarded mm -hmm. so cleanly yeah and you can move on to true romance yeah did you find it a bit creepy though that for the last third of the film Tom Hanks was in on the ruse that he was the suitor mm -hmm. um, and Meg Ryan doesn't know to the last two minutes yes it's a bit odd the way he pursued her and followed her into her house and she's like get out I'm ill and he just stays I think it's sweet I, I like it I think the last time I watched it I did actually find that a bit odd yeah I thought I think it's sweet because he knows that he is in the wrong for some of the things he's done and he I don't know I feel like he he can see himself through her eyes and he wants to make right his wrongs. But would it not be more right to right his wrongs and just be more upfront and say, hey, guess who it is? Yes, it's but me. then it wouldn't be a rom-com. It would be a straight com. No, I don't know what it would be. shouldn't have made it to Maybe it would have been a psychological thriller. It almost is. It almost is. Can we rewrite that? When yeah. you write your rom-com, can you write a psychological thriller That's version? That's a great idea. Call it, you've got email. Yeah. <laughs> Consider it done. Yeah, all I want is I want a big, chunky desktop computer made of that, that sort of creamy beige stuff. Yep. And I want just to get like two emails a day with MS DOS font. Yeah. You know, the green. Yeah. And I have the whole. Yeah. Let's go back to that time, please. <sighs> or a year later, uh, let's go to 1999 for your fifth ranked film Notting Hill. Oh, where to begin? It's great. 
It re- I, I think ma- is that maybe maybe that's Richard Curtis at his best. Yeah. And okay, at least as as I haven't checked recently, but we have an American uh, we have an American female lead. Yeah. Played by Julie Roberts, and she is great. Yes. Yeah. She's got some pizzazz. She's got depth. She's flawed. She's flawed. And um, yeah, so it's the least misogynistic sort of script, I'd say, mm. that he's Again, produced. Is it fantasy in that? Yes. Uh, I, I know films inherently are fantasy, mm. but would she go for Hugh? Nah. So yeah, I, I guess again, it feels like that thing where it's all quite transparent that it's like him, yeah. Richard's reverie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but then, but then. It's sort of yeah. I think at least he. It's it feels a bit like at least Richard Curtis is just admitting his most basic, you know, desires. He's just like, look, guys, I'm a flipping nerd. All I want is a hot American actress to yeah come into my boring life. Because Hugh Grant's cool. Hugh Grant's front door is actually Richard Curtis's yes. front door, yes. and he did live in Notting Hill, so it is him basically. Yeah. So at least he's being a bit more transparent than usual. Yeah. And the characters are also lovable. It's so, I just want, uh, that's it, right? I just I just want to, take me back to the 90s. Mm-hmm. I just want to be my age now, but for it to be then. Yeah. And when they're all sitting in the friend's restaurant, the friend who didn't, yeah, his restaurant wasn't a success and they all get drunk. It's so nice. So nice. And uh, his, his shop assistant friend, brilliant oh, love that so guy fanta- oh, when he talks about great. he thinks he's seen the actor from Fiddler on the Roof and then it's not even him it's just so good yeah it's so so good yeah wait so who um, who's the guy who has the restaurant is that Hugh Bonneville who is it no um, he's he's not really we don't see him I think he got edited out of it or something um, but oh, yeah incidentally Rowan Atkinson got well edited out of Love Actually at one stage he was going to be an angel that threaded the whole thing together oh but I digress what Wow. Why? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Probably did something naughty. Um. I really enjoyed Notting Hill. Um, there were flaws in it, but I think the heart of it is mm. good enough that you forgive the flaws. Yeah, you're right. And her Birkenstock uh, her clogs at the, the end. end. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I went on, I remember I went on the hunt after that to all the shops in the town where I lived in Italy to try to find Birkenstock clogs and my sister was the one who found mm. some in the end and had them and I was so jealous but I have them now I have two pairs <laughs> I feel like because you, you know that thing with like a, a good story it's like the character they don't get what they want but they get what they need yeah and I feel like that is true for Anna Smith is that her name Anna Anna Stewart Anna Smart Anna Smith, Anna Anna Smith. Smith. Uh, oh Anna Smart Smart Anna Anna, Anna she twice. gets what she needs in mm-hmm. the arms of Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. It's so lovely. And like I love William the roof Thacker. terrace. The roof ter- terrace in his house. Ugh. And Spike. Spike. Yeah, the interiors are all so cosy. I mean, I don't know. It's a bit of a like friend scenario of um, how do they have? They're all very sort of like financially comfortable. And you don't quite yeah. know. Maybe they're all quite posh. But then again, they? the rents were way cheaper yeah. back then, mate. Do you know what I mean? London was affordable. And every film has a Bernard in it. Um, apparently Richard Curtis had a lover leave him at university to someone called Bernard, so he puts a schlubby character in each film called Bernard, so in this one it was Hugh Bonneville who uh, Brilliant. hardly had any relationships 
So that is like a never been kicked. That he is going back and re rewriting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy, asking him to love her. Mm. Oh, and Misha Barton's in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah As a child. Yeah. When he has to interview the actors and pretends he's from Horse and Hound magazine in order to see her. I absolutely love that. That's that whole scenario. Very yeah, funny. that's so funny. I'm from Horse um, um, and Hound. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's really, really funny. Yeah, it's really good. And that big overblown gesture where he's in the press conference at the end. Oh. Those are the sort of things that you just want to happen in your life that never do. Totally. I think actually, uh, yeah, we watched this in the sort of like a post breakup scenario dark times. and I I it really got me I was it really made me cry actually mm. yeah the whole thing I found it and also I like how how old do you think they're meant to be oh good question because I feel like now when 29. I 29 yeah oh yeah but, but maybe, I feel like they could be in there or maybe 30 I think it may be in their 30s I don't know maybe she's meant to be like late 20s yeah him early 30s I mean it was 20 years ago gosh so oh my lord sorry <coughs> do you like the montage when he's walking through Ports oh Hammer? yes I'm glad you mentioned that because I almost forgot it's lovely isn't it mm. really and such Bill Withers as well yes it's got it does have a very good soundtrack a really good soundtrack including Ronan Keating yeah a couple of well maybe a Ronan <laughs> and a boy zone there's at least or maybe I'm getting a Westlife confused there's at no, least no, no, two no. of them yeah 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 Good. I had that. I bought that on CD. That soundtrack. The Notting Hill soundtrack. Yeah. Juicy. Mm-hmm. I did want to see more of Alec Baldwin. Oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> he's fantastic. Brilliant. Um, an ex-boyfriend of mine uh, recorded a cover of Ronan Keating doing roller coaster for me as a joke. Did did the whole recording really professionally, and then remade the single, but with his face instead of Ronan Keating. Was that the sort of overblown romantic gesture that? every lady deserves yeah I thought it was really funny and uh, really 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 touching but then he broke up with me so I suppose yeah (laughs) and then you watched Notting Hill yeah full circle Anna Scott Anna Scott that's it she maybe the reason I have to say also we haven't really touched upon soundtracks yeah and yeah I did uh, in Never Been Kissed and Notting Hill I had both of those soundtracks uh, I remember you know watching it actually yeah in fairness Never Been Kissed had a great, great soundtrack. soundtrack really yeah. brilliant soundtrack and uh, funny enough they're from the same year yep. both those films oh right. interesting good year for rom-coms yeah. yes and actually we were saying technology uh, should have stopped but you've got Merlin 1998 which is the year before Notting Hill Notting Hill there's a really sweet bit where it takes about six months to... No, it's after the montage, so it's taken a year for Hugh Grant's sister to come up to him with a piece of paper and say, I've just found her agent in, a, in America and in London, and she's got the details, but it's taken her a year to find. Oh, it's so lovely. But that's how it should be. That's how it should be. We have no patience anymore. But he could have found... Nowadays, he could have found her info on the internet and easily yeah, got in touch. Yeah, tweeted her. Yeah. But the timing would have been out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. Should we move on? Yeah. Modern technology is the enemy of romance. Yeah, it really is. Moving on. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Number four. Ah, the classic. 
when Harry met Sally. Beautiful. Uh, I mean, okay, this is an absolute it's, it's classic. The, it's the mother of all rom-coms. Yeah. We watched it again recently together, and the script is so excellent. Mm. It, it just is top, top quality script. Yeah, it's brilliant. Billy Crystal is insanely disturbing uh, as a romantic lead, but I don't care. He, I mean, he reminds me of my dad uh, a lot, but it, 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 I don't care. It works. He's so funny, mm. and it's just, just... Oh, Do you think delight. this is maybe one of the more... You know, we're saying, like, uh, rom-coms being dangerous. Yes. I mm. feel like this has a bit more realism to it. It takes them such a long time to be on the right frequency with one another. And that's really encouraging, I think, mm. because... I, I don't know. That's, that's That is what happens. That's life. Yeah. yeah. And I love all the old couples that get interviewed... Oh. Brilliant. Uh, they're just, I mean, are they improvising? Is it, are they real? I've, What's I, going they on? They seem like they're real. I think they're, they're incredible. real. No, yeah. they're, all, <laughs> they're all too arch and on the nose. None of them should be together. Like, everything that they say, it's like misogynist, <laughs> completely hates him. <laughs> but I think it sort of goes above what they're saying, and it's there's glue between people that binds them together, yeah. and, you know, oh, I fucking lost it. I loved what you were saying. Yeah. No, it was resonating. Yeah. So what, as in, um, logically it doesn't seem as if they should work. They somehow do. All of those couples in the little vignettes Mm. uh, shouldn't be together. But for some reason, they're all 70 years down the line still together. Is that because they've not broken up? Because they've not taken a hint or not followed their path or... I think it's also because it was 1989 and we still all had a hell of a lot of patience and now we live in a world where we give up. Next. And it's, I mean, obviously no one wants to stay in a, in a very dysfunctional and like uh, abusive. abusive relationship, but there's something to be said for, and we talk about this a lot, just trying a bit more and like, you know, being aware of the fact that everybody has flaws and you're going to maybe not be in love all the time but you can fall back in love with the same person even after you know you've had a period of like feeling like they're absolute freaks and don't want to go anywhere near them and we would like it would be nice if that sort of existed more it's like when when we were growing up everyone's parents were getting divorced I mean it was a big you know thing and then now it's like all of our friends are getting married that's the trend again it's like one hopes that that's going to be for life or something. I don't know, there's something nice about the idea that a relationship is potentially for life, I suppose. And then that's what's nice about when Harry met Sally, that they, they, they get together later. Like they meet and they're quite young, but then they get together later. Do you think it's convincing that Billy Crystal is 20 at the beginning? <laughs> I think that's the most important question. Could they have done a more... Could they have used sort of more prosthetics or CGI? I think think it's convincing because I think Billy Crystal was born looking like that. (laughs) (laughs) He's exactly like my dad. Born about 41. That's what they looked like when they came out. Yeah. And he was dressed, fully clothed when he came out as well. Yeah. I like how Meg Ryan is really annoying. Mm. But just utterly adorable yeah. as well I love their late night phone calls yeah yes 
sharing things from a distance. Yeah. So, would you ever order in the crazy manner that Meg Ryan orders? Oh. So, we'll have the dressing on the side, but don't let the thing touch the thing and don't do the. No. Would you be frustrated with someone who did? I'd find that very irritating. No, I don't think I'd mind it. As long as I can eat what I want, it's fine. But the embarrassment of the order taking process, would that not frustrate you? I quite like. Um, I quite like embarrassing people in general, but I do do it in a different way. That's an anathema to me. I just can't handle people being demanding to staff in restaurants. I like to be very demanding to staff in restaurants. And how would you feel if someone was spitting uh, grape seeds at your car window? I would have kicked him out of the car. No, no, no. Even the snogging at the beginning when he's snogging his girlfriend. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, that's absolutely disgusting. But, you know, you forgive it. That ties in beautifully with something I saw on the way here. So I was on the tube and there was a couple who were sitting down and I was standing by the door. And um, they were snogging goodbye. So she was getting off a few stops before him. They had a, you know, it's not often that you can capture the whole, unless you're, you're doing a scat man in the middle of a tube car <laughs> it's difficult to get the attention of an entire carriage but everyone was sort of looking at them and sort of what the heck you don't you realize where you are and then he uh, she got off and i was so tempted to sit down in her chair and say i'll have what she's having because i was coming here and i had it sort of fresh in my mind i didn't do it though oh that's such a good wow. idea that's Maybe such a good idea. idea can we steal that yeah can i film it for you yeah game on <laughs> I love seeing couples do really sort of horrendous snogging on public transport. I really like it. It's good. We don't see enough of it in this country. More. More. They well, do we do when, it, when, it, when it's very warm. Do you when remember it's the, hot. the heat wave last year? Everyone goes back. Everyone was pinned up against a wall somewhere. Everyone really gets their horn on <laughs> when it. the um, mercury rises. They yeah. do, yeah. I saw yeah. a survey uh, <laughs> said when he's most horny, and it's through the summer and cr- uh, December. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and apparently there's a plaque on the table where she had her orgasm in Cat's Deli. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'm not sure. Do you think that's in character for her? Did that seem like a... Um, so... <laughs> hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, because she's quite straight-laced. And then that's, like, very... But, but there's something sort of about her where there's, like, a stubbornness. Yeah, and she wants to prove a point to him. And he really rubs her up the wrong way. He makes her do things that she doesn't normally do. So yes. I think it makes sense in I think that it makes way, sense. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I went to Cats. Me too. Uh, Daddy. Me too. Yeah. Don't remember the plaque. No. Is anyone particularly excited when you were there? (laughs) (laughs) We must get so fed up. People must sit at that table, see the plaque, and then just... Oh, yeah. again. There we go yeah, again. Yeah, 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 fifth one today. <laughs> they definitely do. That's the kind of thing I like to do when me and Kara are in um, establishments. I like to sort of, sort of irritate Kara by being quite obnoxious. Roshin tends to uh, speak quite quietly. She has a very, she has a soft, delicate voice. But for some reason, when we're in restaurants, she starts shouting. <laughs> very odd. Inappropriately or just very general chit chat? Oh, well. Just general ch- private just chat. Just trying to embarrass Kara. Yeah. Main locations are planes and restaurants. Yes. Yes. When we get on a plane, she'll shout. 
Excuse me, where are we going? <laughs> Number three. Well, the anniversary was this year. Right. Okay. Ten, Ten things, things I hate, hate about you. Wow. Wow, 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 So uh, my brother bought me the DVD for my birthday um, a couple of weeks ago, day after my birthday. Just, we watched the DVD. Yep. And my goodness. Mind blown. It's absolutely brilliant. Did you did you watch it? Yes, yeah. Amazing script. You, we, we can agree. And it's based on a Shakespeare, isn't it? Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. And um, so it was co-written by two women, and it was their, it was the first screenplay. And One day we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's absolutely. They also wrote, I think, uh, Legally Blonde. Oh wow. Yeah, later on. Which yeah. is also yeah, brilliant. It's so good. Uh, Julia Stiles is, I mean, and let's talk about her clothes for just one second. Wow. Brilliant. Um, it, it, it's just like, it's really eccentric. Yeah. Uh, all the characters are really weird, but it w- really, really works. It's so, so, so brilliant. Uh, I think one of the writers said that she, um, that 10 Things I Hate About You was something from her diary and she wrote it about one of her boyfriends when she was at high school. Oh. And you really have that feeling that it's all quite real somehow. Like, yeah. you know, maybe it's that thing of like first album or like the first novel, like this first screenplay that they wrote, which mm. was, I don't know, really about their genuine experience. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Heath Ledger's in it, and he, you know, he's just, he's just so charming, so charming, and such a good actor, and silly, and it's just delightful. And of course, now it's poignant as well. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I was sort of just reading some trivia on the train here, and apparently, all the actors just said that they, just like everyone got on, and they said it was like the happiest summer of their lives. And it was just quite magical as like an ensemble. I think you can feel that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This is the film that I wanted Never Been Kissed to be more like, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a high school it's it's a high school uh, one it's a high school rom com that doesn't feel limited by the high school setting at all. Mm. All the ca- just the dad is hilarious. <laughs> um, the sort of nerdy friend. Uh, who helps Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character get Bianca. He's exceptional. He's a genius. Um, We said that that was Kiara. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, yeah. The nerdy Jewish person. I mean, the stunts? The stunts are amazing. Yeah. Um, Again, I would probably do stunts like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah, what what did you feel about it? just thought that it looked like they had a good time making it which usually is a bad thing yeah but I didn't find it a bad thing in the sense that you could tell that there's sort of chemistry there and they all sort of you could, it felt like a nice clique yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a loving clique yeah. and, and yeah. they got together Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger I didn't know that yeah how long were they together for I think just like a year or something but um, oh and you know when she does the poem which made me cry when oh. I watched it the other week oh. and I, it was so burned into my memory because I hadn't seen it in years most of, all, most of all I hate the way I don't even hate you not even a little bit not, not even, even at all, at all. Um, apparently that was she did that in one take and that was it boom done oh, yeah, yeah. she's brilliant she Julia Stiles is such a oh, great look actress. I've got goosebumps sorry yeah. based on Julia Stiles yeah <laughs> So was this a, a similar one for you when you were younger then as well? Yes, yeah. absolutely loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, hadn't so watched it um, 
after my 31st birthday mm-hmm. the other week and it was just just as good as and it was. Uh, Alison Jenny Jenny, Jenny, Alison, Jenny, Alison, Jenny, Jenny, funny. She's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's just brilliant the way there's this like weird cameo. She, she's at the beginning and then she never comes back again. Yeah. And it's just, I love that. It's so eccentric. The whole, the way it's made. I just can't imagine something like that being made now. Yeah. What is it? And I suppose all of the different like archetypes that they have, like uh, the jocks and the nerds and yeah, the yuppies and all of that, just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And the way at the beginning, you know, it starts with that really cheesy music and like yeah. loads of rom-coms started like that at that time and still do. But then it comes in with her music and her car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, if that were to be done now, oh, I don't know. It would just have such a different meaning. Yeah. It's just not as um, brilliant soundtrack. Brilliant soundtrack again. Yeah, I think I saw it after Never Been Kissed, so it was slightly tainted uh, by, you know, Never Been Kissed being my number one favourite back then. But now it's definitely. Swapped. So if we compare uh, Michael Vartan and his fish hands um, coming down the uh, steps, down the steps. I mean, compare that to Heath Ledger. What does he sing? You're just too good to be true. And he comes down the steps. No, 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 no. Was that too much or was that wow? That's wow. wow. And it's because so it's sweet. funny and it's yeah. just, it's, I don't know. He's just cool. Heath Ledger is cool. He's cool and the way he slaps the guards yeah. on the bum. It's just funny. It's not cheesy. No. It's actually just not cheesy at all. Yeah. It's brilliant. Brilliant. If I could write something that good, if we could do that. Well, we will. Then my work on this planet is done. It's done. Yeah. Write that and then, and then die. And then you've got to follow it up with Legally Blonde, surely. And House Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like. <laughs> <laughs> Can everyone quiet him down? We could go inside, see if it's better inside. So we've just moved inside now, mm-hmm. where the sound is going to be slightly different, but hopefully less loud. Yes. So where were we? Ten things I hate about you. A masterpiece. Yes. A modern masterpiece. Yeah. Could be number one. Could, could actually be number one. And only isn't because of the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. Even though she right now today, I'm feeling like it should be number one. It should be number one, really. Yeah. And but did it did it make you feel old when you watched it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I think I'm older than you anyway. So <laughs> I was already at a disadvantage. So if you felt old watching it, I was yeah. definitely in trouble. I mean, it was the anniversary this year that it came out 20 years ago. Yeah. And um, there was a bit of celebration about it, right? Right. There yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that is strange. But then when you watch it, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it Fair does. enough. Yeah. It feels like it's 20 years old. It does. Which is weird. Life is weird. Life is weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that pure, that pure, that adolescent, free-spirited love. Yeah, it's just so beautifully depicted. Yeah, magnificent, magnificent. So, what on earth could have topped it? Uh, wow, that's a very good question. Right, 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 right. So, number two is my favourite film of all time. Ah, oh, I had that as a factoid. You've robbed me of a so factoid. It just pretend I never said it. So pretend I never okay, ever said let's it. Number two is Shakespeare in Love. So, Roshi, did you have a big influence on this being number two? Because I've read that it's your favourite film of all time. It is my favourite film of all time, so yes. Um, 
is it a rom-com? I'm not sure, but it had to be on there because I just it's difficult for me to say how important this film is to me. I think it is a rom-com. I don't know how you'd question it. Right, okay, so it is funny. It's a rom-com. Okay, great. Definitely. Okay. It's got I just thought it might just be just, just, just a romance, but it's a rom-com. It follows all the rules, apart from, period, the unhappy ending. <laughs> if anything, I'd say there's too much comedy and right. too much romance okay. for it to be a rom-com. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I like how... There are little throwaway details. You know, the more it's one of those films. The more you watch it, the more you see. Mm-hmm. Like, little throwaway comment in the, in the early part of the film where they're sort of saying how um, artists aren't paid well enough. Sort of. Yes. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that line. I yeah, no, that's that's correct. I so I taped this off television, um, and I remember in Biro on the label, I tried to recreate a kind of Tudor font. <laughs> Jacobean, I should say. No, Elizabethan. Um, <coughs> font. Get it and, right. Um, yeah. Uh, my uncle taped over it um, with a history documentary, and it's difficult for me to um, yeah, describe the extent of my despair when that happened because I was very sentimentally attached to that specific recording of the television. Did it have adverts? Uh, yeah. Everything, I, but, but it was—I've just watched that. It's the film I've watched the most in my life. I just can't say how much I love it over and over and over and over and over again. I had a Josephine's plastic sleeve. <laughs> I did. Wow. What can I say? I mean, crikey, mm. the perfect man in that film. <laughs> the perfect man. Cheesy. Oh, cheesy. Clad in leather, head clad, to toe. Clad in leather. Mm. You know, away with words. Slutty, always carrying a quill, can definitely drink. Yeah, quite athletic. Uh, yeah, uh, intense, funny. Yeah, perfect, perfect man. Yeah, um, perfect man. An educational film. Very yes, educational. very educational. Teach all the kids about history. And oh, yeah, fantastic. Jeffrey Rush. Oh, oh so good. Do you think that's what uh, London was really like at the time? Do you think it was that fun? I think it's probably smellier. Stinky, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. 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 They used some documentary footage and mm-hmm. they spliced it in. Yeah. Even Ben Affleck was good enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gentlemen upstage, ladies downstage, are you a lady, Master Kent? Master. That's so good. Yeah. He's brilliant in it. It's all just so good. They're all so good. And Gwyneth Paltrow absolutely deserved everything she got. She got the Oscar and she deserved it. Judy Dench got the Oscar. She deserved it. Oh. Best picture. Deserved it. Deserved it. Best screenplay. Oh, was deserved it. it. Yeah. I think it was that. Best original music. Incredible score. So good. And it's so romantic. And I love the scene at the end with the shipwreck and her landing on the beach. And you know, it's hard. It's difficult to stomach the fact that they aren't going to stay together. But Maybe in that sense, it's one of the good rom-coms where it, it's yeah. a, a little bit more realistic. Because is that one of the most painful things that we need to sort of acknowledge about our existence? Like the, the class system. Or Sorry. Yes, Karen. absolutely. But just the ephemerality of our experiences and especially our romantic stories, how maybe part of the reason why they're so sort of exquisite is the fact that they, they will die. I mean, yeah. Or, yeah. He was cheating on his wife. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
but they, what was the name? Well, I don't know. They weren't really a thing. It was just a sort of convenience, marriage convenience, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But there were lots of children involved, weren't there? Yes. Yes, let's think about the children, Damn shall it. we? Well, they, back in those days, they probably died really young anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what are some of your favourite moments from Shakespeare and Love? Oh, now you put me on the spot. See, I, I revelled more in the minutia. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, the little... Oh, my memory's so bad. I, I when he when he it. when he sticks the quill in the apple, when yes, he swizzles the quill between his hands and then does a little pirouette and sits back down again. What about the preacher on the street? A plague on both your you know, houses. Houses, but he's yes. talking about the theatres, like all those little references that yes. he managed to get in there. That's just brilliant. Oh, and it? then when you see the uh, the Puritan at the end and he's come, he's in the theatre and he's crying. Crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he gets the water taxi um, to go to Viola de Lesseps' house. I oh, love yeah. the He's taxis great. and how yeah. they're all like the archetype of London A cabbie, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's so, 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 so good. good. Uh, funny you should say that. I'm a bit of a right myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to be able to, like, instead of getting an Uber, to get a little sort of rowboat. Yes. Wouldn't that be so cool? Yeah. That's what Take me back. Take me back. That's Venice. That's what you get in Venice. They should have it on the Thames. Yeah. It'd yeah, be yeah. such a good idea. Make sh- loads of money. Um, will, 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 will they make it? Will the show, will the show go on? Will, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how, but it, it's a mystery, but uh, it will. We say that to ourselves sometimes when we're like really terrified before a show. Yeah. It's like, is this going to be okay? And it's like, yeah. It will. How? I don't know. It's a mystery. It just does. So it's leaked into the... Mm. The very tapestry of our beings. Yes. Um, and the costumes, costumes are incredible, absolutely amazing. Um, I think it won. Uh, I think it won an Oscar for the costumes yes, as well. Yes, it did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just yeah. It, 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 the art. The art production is amazing. Sorry to sound like an absolute boffin, but it really is. <laughs> it's really good, isn't it? You know when she says, "I must have poetry in my life." Oh. I just. I feel that. That's how I feel. I want my life to be poetic. I want my life to be that romantic. Oh my god, I can't bear it. Instead, she's stuck with me and we just see the time. <laughs> so, if you were able to control your own destiny, uh, how would you have uh, another person present themselves to you in a romantic way? I suppose, in maybe this is like uh, terribly vain. But I think there is something about the fact that like she's his muse. I think that is so romantic. Although he does switch his muses around quite. Yes, he's got a few muses. But um, I want someone to write something about me. But at the end, he says she so will much be to ask. At the end, he says she will be my muse for all time. Yeah. And her name is Viola. Do you think so. he means it? Yes. No. But it doesn't mean he can't have a bonk with someone else. <laughs> but she'll always be special. Oh, see, there's a concept. Having the one true news. Yeah. Who would hate him? Who would hate him? Well, he'd someone else, which might intensify his musing yes. of her. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually quite realistic, isn't it? Yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, because he, he's, he's bonking that fitty at the beginning, the one with curly hair. Yeah. When he gives the... The um, snake, snake bracelet, bracelet too. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but it's it's different. It's different between uh, violin and will. They've got something. So do you think that that's what you need in your life? Just that sonnet? Yes. And to be amused. Yeah, I want like a yeah. I suppose just that experience of like a love that is just so excessively romantic, and that you're willing to put yourself in extreme danger um, in order to consummate passion. Kiara, have you ever felt the need for <laughs> any particular romantic gestures? Um, I'm just thankful that I've managed to get a boyfriend in the first place, to be perfectly honest, after all this time. Yeah, just stay. Is that because you're mainlining rom-coms in your spare time? You don't need any real life. No, I do. I do need. I do need. I do need a real life, but uh, a real life love. And I, 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 I am very romantic. I think, but um, maybe I, maybe what I like the idea of is more like, yeah, that sort of being one of those old couples in When Harry Met Sally, where it's like, why? But somehow, yeah. Yeah. They smell right. Like that, yeah. Why, but yeah. Why, but yeah. Oof, we got deep there. Well, we? I really actually, Crikey. it's quite intense cry. for me to think about Shakespeare enough. <laughs> thank you for sharing. Yeah, it just feels like my life is, I don't know, all sort of pales in comparison, doesn't it? Yeah. And there are so many fa- famous faces in there, aren't there? Oh, yeah. Some of them just throw away, just a <gasps> tiny cameo. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Have we mentioned, is Rupert Everett in it? Yes. Yeah, he's um, uh, Marley. Oh my God, Christopher Marley. I'm so sorry. Can Adam we do all an honourable mention to a yeah. film I forgot? <gasps> best friend's wedding. Yes. Yeah. My best friend's wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely yeah. love that film. No, it was great actually. Can't, I didn't even write it down. I I always thought it was rubbish, but then yeah, watching it. Oh, it's wonderful. It's really good. Really he's brilliant. brilliant. Julia Roberts and Cameron Diaz and Fitty <gasps> Fitzen. What's his name? The cello player. What's oh. his name? Sex part. Absolute bomb. Can't remember his name. There we go. A little bit misogynistic there. But hey. It's time. I can't remember his name either, sorry. Can't remember his name. What's the word for misogynistic the other way around for men? Miss Misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, what what star the cast is Victory in Love? It's mad, isn't it? Martin Clunes. Martin Clunes is great as uh, Richard Burbage. Very, he's got very big wet lips. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a thing to notice. Um, Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Dermot Mulroney. He's a gorgeous man. Yeah. You know he's a cello player. He's also in um, The Wedding Date, which is a fantastic rom-com. I think my boyfriend looks a bit like He does actually, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. So, before we get to your number one, uh, should we just put together a quick dream team? Yes. Okay, so you're making your own romantic comedy. Oh. <laughs> so we want actors, supporting cast, scenario, situation. <laughs> I'm just going to listen to you pitch this to me for five minutes. Go. Okay, uh, can we set it in London? Yeah, absolutely. Um, will, it, will, will it be the 90s or will it be now, but with a lovely sort of flavour of the 90s permeating the present day? I think let's try yeah. a name for that so okay. that we save contemporary filmmaking yeah. in the process. Could we have a dual timeline on him, please? 
dual timeline. So 90s oh. and now. So hey, oh, that's nice. so good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The parents yeah. and their children. Oh. How they met and how the kids met. And yeah, there's some kind of strange, like a uh, beautiful interwoven mm-hmm. storyline. That's really good. Really so clever. So it brings in here. That's on the back of my neck. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's make this happen. Shall we do it? Seriously. Okay. Uh, okay. Who are we going to get uh, Right. So maybe, maybe should we start with like the younger generation? Because I feel like there are less actors that I warm to of our age. So maybe it's easier to make a, make a selection. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I um for um. At the moment, contemporary romantic heroines. <laughs> I know she's everywhere, but I do love Lily James. She's yeah. so warm. Yes. She's got such a nice vibe. Yeah. We need someone like that. Lily James, yeah. We oh. could give... Um, Maybe an Irish actor. We could give Donald Gleeson another go, seeing as he went through that horrible experience. But do you think he's tainted I by... I think tainted, he's tainted love. Um, um, what about Jack Gleeson? Give him a role. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what about the guy... Um, Thomas Brody Sangster from Little Boy from Love Actually. I love that. Oh my yeah. god. He's really good. Yeah. Hey, what about oh, a French yeah. I know who, I know who, I know who. The one from the Durrells, my my my, my boyfriend. Oh yes, perfect. What's his name? What's his name? Josh O'Connor. Josh O'Connor. Josh O'Connor and Lily Collins. Lily Collins? No, Josh O'Connor and Lily James. Yeah, 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 yeah. And are these the younger These are the younger ones. Do you think they could be good? Maybe Lily 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 Collins? Could be Lily Collins. Nah, she's got she's, no, she's too she's American. too much, too much. Okay, so Imogen Connor. But then she, yeah, she got. Um, and who could it be? Well, I think old Dermot could play his father, or the older iteration of him. Oh, oh yes, Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney, definitely. Oh, and that's quite good actually. Maybe it's quite juicy that we've got an American dad. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, and that the dad's sort of fitter than the son. Ooh. I like that. Oh, yes. and we're twisting Richard Curtis on its head by exactly. having the. Gentlemen, the American. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we should have an unknown for the heroine. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the mother. So Dermot Mulroney and. Uh, Are we going with Lily for the daughter? Um, yes. All, I also love. Maybe that's a bit of a mismatch. What's that? Um, brilliant Irish actress. Um, she's in War and Peace. She's in Wild oh, Rose. Um, Oh, she's a good choice. Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley. Yes. Let's do them two. Jesse Buckley and Josh O'Connor. Okay. Juicy. I'm really down with that. Jesse Buckley. She's so brilliant. See, I've always wanted to team uh, Brad Pitt and Robert Redford as a father and son duo. Uh, uh, perfect. They're identical. Yeah. yeah. But I missed, missed my boat there. Jesse Buckley. Okay. Um, by, by the way, do you know that um, Gwyneth Paltrow nearly didn't do Shakespeare in Love because she'd just broken up with Brad Pitt and she was heartbroken? And she was like, I'm too scared of going away from home. Yeah. Wow. Different her sliding doors would have been. <laughs> oh, sorry. And actually, they wanted Julia Roberts for it. <coughs> really? Yeah. Ooh, that would have been weird. Yeah. Um, so we've got Dermot Mulroney. Anna Chancellor. Oh, bring back hey. Duck Face. Yeah. Duck Face. Duck yeah, face. let's do that. Funny Mummy. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, we've got parallel storyline, we've got the cast. Um, oh, I'm genuine. This is so exciting. Shall we write it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, can we have some? Can we just talk about who's going to do like cameos? Yes, I was just thinking we, we also need the, the funny best friend and the. Right. Okay, I think also I want us to be in it, mm-hmm. but just as more sort of like small incidental characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, like maybe I'll run a pub, something like that. I'm a bus driver. Very, yeah, a cabbie. I'm yeah, a cabbie. Oh, I'm so a cabbie. I'm going to go for cabbie. You I can be the cabbie. Maybe I think a bus driver's good for you. Yeah. 
Um, that's the only job I could probably It is a bit do, sad now that I'm like, so we we're part, we can't really be the romantic lead. That's that ship has sailed. Fine, fine. Do you think? I don't know. I just feel like according to sort of by the time we get something made, people I, aren't really I think interested. It be the romantic lead, but I think it's very noble of you to take a step yeah, back and okay. give a chance well, to that's, that's lesser like. beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buckley, who obviously needs our help. I think Jessie Buckley, really like she just doesn't have that kind of. Yeah. you know ability to create character yeah. sort of talent yeah she's just not it's not going well for her yeah. so we need to help her yeah obviously um who would guest star Ozzy Osbourne okay sure <laughs> Sally Phillips yes um um, love Sally Phillips. Could we have Sally Phillips as the mum if the other if one doesn't want to do it? Oh, okay. yes. Actually, scrap gut face. Let's get Sally Phillips. Sorry, Anna Chancellor. Sally Phillips is stepping in, actually. Yeah. But maybe, I feel like maybe Anna Chancellor could be the good mum for Josh O'Connor, but Sally Phillips has got something else really important to do. Like, maybe she's a fortune teller. Maybe she's like a fairy godmother. Yeah. Well, we need parents of both of our romantic leads in the future. Yes. Because so, they can't, they can't be bloody sister, can they? No. No, no, no. Idiots. <laughs> oh, so she could be Jessie Buckley's mother. Yeah, Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, true. yeah That's great. And I'm a chancellor. Oh yeah, of course, Josh O'Connor's mother. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, then we need we need uh, we need Jessie Buckley's dad. Yes. As well. Okay. Come on, they're not both going to have parents together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Single mum. Single mum. So okay. she could have a random, fun, really funny stepdad. Yes, funny stepdad. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And what about Omar Jalili? I love him. I really love yeah. him. Second, second that motion. Yeah, okay, okay. done. Done motion. Yeah, I think maybe it'd be nice. That, oh, it could be quite sweet to have a nice little um, maybe as well, like a really sweet gay love story in there as well. Yeah. Maybe that'd be quite nice for those to be interwoven. Mm. Maybe like um, I don't know, John Kearns could fall in love with. Would be a weird boyfriend for him. Charles Norris. <laughs> That'd be adorable. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get them in. Yeah. We'll get them involved. We've yeah. got a kernel of an idea here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is brilliant. Yeah. I, I am genuinely concerned about this being cast out there. Yeah. That's really done. done. Yeah. Print. That's a wrap. Done. Two. Where were we? That's a drum roll. Sleepless in Seattle. Marvelous. And was this? A joint. Yeah. Yes. This is my favourite film of all time. Gosh. Yes. Um, Kiara introduced me to Sleepless in Seattle. I hadn't seen it before. She showed it to me, and it's so wonderful. I watch it about once a month. Wow. Pretty much. Yeah. I never get tired of it. Um, I want my house to be like his house on, on the water in Seattle. I think it's the snuggest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The little boy oh. is Jonah. Just. I can't bear it. Him in his pyjamas. So cute. The snuggliest, buggliest boo in don't, the universe. Don't ever Google what he looks like now. Trust me. Have you tried it? I've done it. Ah. Big mistake. But it hasn't ruined my love for him uh, as a child. And I What just, a brilliant premise. Amazing premise. I was also reading some factoids about it and apparently um, somebody turned it down thinking that it was a really silly premise. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts, yeah. But she was wrong. You were wrong, Julia, because it's brilliant. Yeah. And it, yeah, I feel, yeah, just the two of them. It's funny, isn't it? Because in the film, they're actually, they hardly ever meet. Mm -hmm. Two minutes of screen time they have together. Amazing. That's so funny, isn't it? 
Well, it must have been an interesting experience because would they even have hung out? Probably not. No, probably not that much. Um, I, the soundtrack is oh. phenomenal. I, I just got to shift from the beginning to the end. Give yeah. me a kiss to build a dream. Oh my god, just stop. Yeah. And his wife in it is just delightful. Delightful, yeah. delightful. His Tom real Hanks wife. Tom real life wife. Oh, yeah, of course, She's, yeah. she plays his best friend. Or sister? No, best friend. Sorry. Uh, oh no, maybe she's his sister, I think. Yeah, maybe she's his sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the scene, so I just read this, um, and I think I knew anyway, but the, the, the scene where... Um, they go, his friends go to, his sister and her husband go to visit him once he's living in Seattle. And, um, and uh, uh, they're talking, she starts talking about brief, a brief encounter and uh, she starts crying and describing the story. And then he and uh, the other actor um, start describing the Dirty Dozen and they're teasing her and they start crying. <laughs> you know, like taking the mickey and that was all improvised. Oh wow! Uh, during that take, and wow. it stayed in. Yeah. So good. Yeah, and it's hilarious. Yeah. And it's another Nora Ephron. Another yeah. Nora Ephron. The best Nora Ephron. She's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and right, so harking back to what you were saying about you've got mail, there is also a breakup, a Meg Ryan breakup, mm. that seems to all go very, very well. Because I'm getting confused between the two. Yeah. Can we mark the difference? So uh, this one, they are sitting in the restaurant and they can see the Empire State Building. Yes. Because um, when said, Harry met Sally, she's going to marry the other guy. Both of them. They're oh. engaged in, in both. But which is the one where she tries on the wedding dress? Uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Great. She tries the dress on at the beginning. So they, they go to their... They go to her parents' house at the very beginning and they announce that they're getting engaged. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. that they're engaged and getting married. And then, yeah, they go They go to New York. Um, they go to choose, um, like, uh, plates. Oh, yeah. Are they in, like, Tiffany's? Eight is too few, twelve yeah, yeah. is too many. And then they go and have dinner and she can't stop looking at the Empire State Building and she just explains the whole thing and he totally gets it. And she says, you're too good for me. And he says, yes, I am. But they, <laughs> they stay friends, it would seem. It would seem. It feels convenient though, doesn't it? A bit. Have you ever, have you ever had breakups like that? Hmm. Do you know anyone that's had a breakup like that? I mean, maybe not that perfect, but roughly a sort of under, mutual understanding. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about how um, I feel like uh, it is possible to have a good breakup. Or like, I, it will always be really sad if you love them. I think it's possible to do it respectfully uh, and it can also be absolutely horrendous and humiliating and, uh, yes but I think it can happen and I just I really like his character so Greg, Greg Kinnear is the one in You've Got Mail and he's brilliant but he is a bit sort of hateable yes. his mouth is foul yeah whereas whereas Bill, Bill Pullman plays uh, the boyfriend. jilted jilted boyfriend uh, but he's more nerdy and lovable than Greg Kinnear in You've Got Mail so oh and can we remember Bill Pullman is in While You Were Sleeping yes right and then um, who plays opposite Sandy from the OC yes right so Sandy from the OC and Sandra Bullock and Sandra Bullock so he's asleep and then she falls in love with Bill Pullman yeah, yeah. and he's really attractive in that actually. but yeah so uh, Sleepless in Seattle just it's so warm. Oh, and um, the man from Spinal Tap plays Tom Hanks's friend. Yes. Uh, Rob, Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Yes. Rob Reiner. 
I feel like there's something about it, um, the way that she exists as a woman in the world. It's almost like how I pictured I would be yes. by the age of 31. Yes. And there's something about, like, she's very, like, comfortable in her own, like, her solitary existence as well. Is like, it feels really, um, like, comfortable and cosy. Mm. And when she's, like, driving in her mm. car... Horses, 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 horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like listening to the radio. Yeah. I feel like that's how I, um, now that I've just learned to drive. It's basically because I want to do that. Yeah. Pajamas. Whenever I choose pajamas, I think, are these anything like the pajamas that my growing wears in Sleepless in Seattle? I'm always aiming for her look. And I, I have to say, I, I always have a bit of a base jealousy uh, for Roisin's um, colouring and complexion because she's so Meg Ryan-y and I, I just I'm so I'm so Billy Crystal it's really upsetting <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's why you work together yeah yes. I think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Meg Ryan hmm? Meg Ryan wonderful I prefer her in this to When Harry Met Sally obviously because yes. it's our number one choice but she just she's so funny in it yeah, she's got such good like little quirks quirks in it, and uh, Ro- Rosie Rosie uh, Rosie Rosie O'Donnell was her name. Yes, Rosie O'Donnell's brilliant in it. Yeah, my Greg. She's just <laughs> yeah, that that would be that would be my role. But yeah, she I don't know, just all the characters work. But it's another one that would struggle to happen in today's society, yes. isn't it? With this, some, we're we're stuck in the nineties, I think, aren't we? Because the thing is, we you need obstacles. Yeah for love to flourish and there's not enough obstacles anymore it's all too sort of easy. maybe the obstacles are different yeah i think also we're you know we're doing that thing of like oh kids nowadays uh. they don't know but it's because we're not the kids but definitely i i prefer those obstacles too. yeah better yeah. obstacles feels like now they're just horrid obstacles she had an element of danger, didn't she? When yes. she was trying to find yes. where they lived and she was having to go into a I was gonna bring that computer up. and sorry. Very, very, very naughty. So if it were the other way around, it would be very disturbing. Yes. yes. If she were um, the mum. If she were a man. Yeah, it would be it would be it would be really, really It would wrong. be really, really scary. But this is why these films are great because, you know, they they twisted things, you know, the, the, she's almost like the predator in this, she, yeah. she, she, she wants to find him and there's all this thing of all the women hearing him on the radio being like, oh my god, I want his number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like those things needed to be, needed to be spoken about. Mm. So am I sexist or do you believe the same in that it was lovely and romantic when she did it and when Tom Hanks was sleezing after her in, you got mail, that was bad? I feel a bit like that. Is, it, is that sexist yeah, yeah. of us, or is it yes. just the way it is? Well, I don't know, maybe it's just the way it is. I don't know. I don't know about this, guys. You were being um, a bit harsh. I, I like the idea that like what she does is like really crazy, um, but then it ends up being the right thing to do. And that's what we yeah. all secretly want to be true. Yes. The apple peel says it all. You know, the fact that she peels the apple while she's listening in one big, long... Coil, and then he tells his son that that's what the mum used to do. It's just so romantic, and it's like they're meant to be together. But who kills apples? True. <laughs> 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 so let's bring this to a close then, and in summation, so they only have the two minutes of screen time together. They walk off. What happens next? 
I reckon that they 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 go back to Seattle. I think she ends up moving into definitely his house because let's face it, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, Global warming happens, and it. Sorry. You can tell carry on. Carry on. No, it's Noah's Ark. It mm. comes. Uh, I think that it's just sort of seamless. They kind of. Um, she she sort of she doesn't take the mum's place in any way, but there's this lovely uh, romance that blossoms, and they all go they all go camping together as well because the kid brings that up, you know, when the when the when he's dating the the silly lady with the giggle, uh, he's like you like camping, and she's like mm. so I think they go camping, yeah, have a really good time. They, I think they just like really fancy each other, yeah. so that's good, and then. That their relationship will be quite a realistic one, full of lots of. I think they'll fight quite a lot. Yes. A lot and find each other kind of irritating. Yeah. But then it will be, be sort of somehow energising. Because they've always got this incredible beginning to go back to, you know, like yeah. the family. My family. Yeah. yeah. Star Cross lovers. Yeah. And it obviously helps that the boy was involved in that because he's not going to hate his stepmom. Exactly. That's the thing. Saying things like, you're not my mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. They're the ones that have the strongest bond, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, honourable mention to the little girl in that, who's brilliant, Jonah's friend, who recently oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. guest starred in Girls. Yeah, she's, she's, really, she's really cool, that actress. She's our age, mm. I think. Not my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the snuggest film of all time, Sleepless yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. If you feel like really bewildered and terrified of existence, I think it's just good to put that on. Do you like it? Yes. Yeah. Good. I, I couldn't really find fault in it. Yeah, it's just flawless, flawless. Absolutely flawless. So moving forward as a duo, <laughs> I hope your career together is as romantic in a work sense. Thank you very much, Roisin Gana. It's been lovely. It's been such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was Roisin and Chiara, an absolutely fabulous way to spend two hours of my life and I hope you enjoyed listening to them as much as I enjoyed recording with them, which is pretty much what everyone says every podcast ever. But in this case, I genuinely mean it and hope that I work with them in future when I direct their first rom-com, which clearly we've written most of already anyway. We've just got to get the protagonist to agree to star in it. Now, as you recall, hearing within the episode, uh, Roisin said that no one had ever written her a sonnet and that she'd love that to happen. I found myself stuck on a train a couple of days later without any headphones. I've forgotten to take the headphones with me. There was intermittent Wi-Fi and or mobile phone signal, so I couldn't really get online. So I was bored off my tits and um, I thought I'd have a crack at writing uh, a sonnet. So I wrote a sonnet. It's not bad enough to be funny. It's not good enough to be good. So I'm not going to read it out here because it's part of turd. Uh, But yeah, I I wrote a sonnet effectively for Roisin. But um, maybe you, dear listener, could fill the gap in the market. Write Roisin a sonnet. Tweet it to Roisin and Kiara and make her day, week, year. If you're listening to this relatively recently after it's been released there's a few hours in there um, then make sure you get to see them at Edinburgh I've got my tickets booked and I can't wait do check out Patreon I'm now populating it with stuff 
Roisin and Kiara give their top drumming tip. A hark back to Emily Dolan Davis, who was the episode before. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, all that shenanigans. Come back next week when we'll hear Simon Parkin's top 10 kids' TV programs. Goodbye. <laughs>